Hi again, everyone. You're listening to LJN Radio. I'm Tim Muma. Thanks for joining us here on Technically Speaking. In this episode, we're looking at leveraging social media to the fullest, whether you're a job seeker looking to find that next great position, or perhaps you're an employer looking to bring in that terrific candidate. Joining us to talk about this in more detail, we have Stephanie Lomax, Director of Human Resources at Roland and a professional with nearly two decades of experience in the field, and she always brings us some great insight as well. Stephanie, thanks for coming back on LJN Radio. Absolutely. Glad to be back. Well, we're looking at the subject of basically social media, utilizing you know the aspects of it, whether it's something online specifically or just in general, we're looking at utilizing it for your career. But I wanted to start first by looking at the other side of the coin. How much from your experience are recruiters and hiring personnel using social media to actually find these candidates and even research them once they know who might be coming in? Well, you know, Tim, it's amazing. I mean, over the past decade, there's been a significant shift in how the internet and technology has redesigned the way companies carry out everyday basic business functions. Mm -hmm. I don't think email was very very well liked even 20 years ago. And today, how else do we communicate in the work (laughs) world, right? I love email. (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. Companies are looking for the newest, most efficient, and streamlined processes to do almost everything, and that definitely includes hiring. Mm -hmm. Now, with the prevalence of Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn kind of seeping into our everyday vocabularies, the recruiters are almost required to use these avenues to search for candidates because, honestly, this is where they live, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, many of them are using technology like smartphones, iPads, laptops to access emails. You know, you're scanning those QR codes as you're walking by, <laughs> using social media accounts all while they are you know, multitasking on a daily basis. Sure. And then in addition to that, most of your passive candidates are often found on social media sites. Hmm. You know, they're not just on job boards anymore. Many of them are not even looking for new opportunities right. until that social media savvy recruiter presented to them. So <laughs> there is a match made in heaven. <laughs> now, if you are a professional, and specifically if you are a job seeker, and I know some people who are like this who don't have any sort of presence online or within social media, would you say it's imperative for you to start doing that at this point? You know, I'll admit there is a certain mystique about someone that is not on social media somewhere. (laughs) They're mysterious. (laughs) It's almost like the commercial that says, hey, if it's online, it has to be true, you know? (laughs) Um, So not being able to locate someone online raises a question, but it's not necessarily a negative one. It's more so of curiosity. Okay. Obviously, you have some people that have positions that don't allow them to be able to utilize those things right. you know, with security clearances, et cetera. But that's not the majority of the work world out there. So, you know, it's definitely a serious consideration if for nothing more than the ease of being able to see things virtually while you go along with your busy day of activities. Social media can link to almost anything, which makes it easy and quick to receive and give information. And with organizations using social media to provide updates, post Mm -hmm. jobs, promote their products and services, it almost doesn't make sense not to have that social media (laughs) outlet set up as a job seeker. Social media is just, you know, full of tons of information. Right. If someone was looking to get more involved or maybe they don't have that profile online, so to speak, what would you say really are specific places that are a must. If you want to be active and you want to make sure that you're getting out there, getting your name out there, getting your brand out there, what would you say are a must in terms of social media? 
Well, I mean, definitely from the job seeker standpoint, if you are you know, looking to kind of promote yourself out there and you want to dabble a little bit, LinkedIn is probably the best place for professional promotion. Mm-hmm. It's a wealth of information that's there, tons of resources that you can use. From an organization standpoint, definitely having kind of the trifecta, <laughs> the LinkedIn, the Twitter, and the Facebook, because right. they all feed off of one another, is definitely you know, where you want to have a presence. The other neat thing about that is that candidate traffic to these sites can be tracked and um, can often be tied directly to the company website. So it helps to kind of have information out there in as many outlets as you can, which, you know, can translate certainly into increased business, but also exposure to, you know, potential candidates you're looking to recruit. If you don't have a profile online, one of the nicest things is that because everything is so internet-based. There's tons of resources you can go online um, Mm -hmm. to look and find out how to set up those profiles. The sites themselves have online tutorials and they have FAQs. A lot of HR online forums are now, you know, getting more into, you know, how you, how do you want to promote yourself via social media, the do's and don'ts. That's a great place to start. You know, your basic profile can be set up relatively easy. And if you want to get more detailed and more intricate, there's also resources for that as well. Or on the organization side, setting that stuff up, you definitely want to have a marketing professional either on staff that has a solid understanding of social media or at least a resource that will help, you know, with those marketing efforts. Because again, you want to be able to track the efforts and the time you're spending putting into, you know, putting information through the social media channels and you can measure it for success and effectiveness, which then can translate into business and revenues. With some of those social media forums, as you mentioned, the trifecta, I like that, you know, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. What are some pros and cons that you could quickly touch on for people who might not know or might not understand, like, is this really going to help? Like, they might see Twitter as being, you know, this is just to share certain things or whatever. What would you point to as the pros and cons that people could maybe get their hands on? Hey, look, in the celebrity world, they say that all press is good press. Good point. (laughs) But we know that in the real world, that's definitely not the case. You know, from a business standpoint, one bad review that goes viral can take the organization months to recover from. Mm -hmm. And no organization needs bad press out there on social media. It's hard to remove it, you know. One thing organizations do want to keep in mind in regard to social media is that it should be monitored and controlled internally so that its messaging is effective and it's also relevant to what they actually do. Having the marketing plan in place is very important and the organization also wants to make sure that their advertising is something that's attractive to job seekers and also, you know, those that are looking to use the products and services but the job seekers that they're looking to um, to recruit that will continue to build their workforce. Hmm. The job seeker has a similar spin to it. I mean, you know, let's be honest. When people place ads and resumes start coming in, it's highly likely that employers may take to social media to kind of get like a little sneak peek into the candidate's <laughs> world and their activities. I mean, we're human. <laughs> right. And they want to know kind of what what this person's uh, makeup is, so to speak, uh, both personally and professionally. Mm-hmm. They want to see what they're saying, what they're doing. And while employment decisions should not be based on what is actually seen out there in social media, employers may proceed with caution and form opinions based on what they see, which we all know is not always the full story or even accurate for that matter. Right. On the pro side of it, you know, social media can leverage a lot of positives for both the job seeker and the organization. 
things like sharing of contacts, opportunities, networking, the ability to promote your skills, promote the businesses, services, and a host of other professionally relevant information. I mean, it can somewhat actually be information overload. And so if the person is inquiring, you know, is Twitter really going to help me find a job? I mean, I don't know if there's a direct correlation to that, but definitely the more information that you are able to give and receive, you kind of get fed information from a lot of these sites that point you into one direction or another. You find out that, you know, your long lost best friend from high school works at the dream company you want to work for and you can find them on LinkedIn, you know. So those are the kind of things just kind of opens those doors for channels that you may not necessarily be able to navigate uh, without the social media channel there. Well, I think you definitely filled us in a lot on the pros and cons and a lot of pros to utilizing social media in a lot of different ways. Sure. If we narrowed it down a little bit more as far as what a job seeker could actually do with it, it's one thing, as you said, you might notice this person, you might network here and there, but what are some ways that job seekers can really look to accomplish something on social media? And I think I gave an examples, you know, things about like showing experience and stuff like that. What would you point to as things that they can actually be actively doing when they're on social media? You know, I mean, the whole point of using social media um, from a job seeker standpoint is going to be to sell yourself. It's a great way to kind of have a whole lot of informal interviews all at one time. (laughs) So, you know, you don't have to drive from here to there. I mean, you're kind of like selling yourself out there to employers that may be looking. So that's a great way to cover a lot of ground in a short period of time. It gives the job seeker, you know, a much broader reach without having to spend a whole lot of time or all of their day doing it. They can absolutely use social media to show their expertise and their industry knowledge, their experience, where they've been, where they've traveled, all those things. You know, people have those things in common and it's intriguing and shows an employer that, hey, we've got a pretty well-rounded individual. They've done X, Y, Z. It also allows them to be able to communicate with employers and peers. With LinkedIn specifically, there are an abundance of industry groups that you're able to join and you can contribute information. You can get information from them. And even if someone's not necessarily in the job market at the Mm. immediate moment that they're setting their profile up on LinkedIn, being proactive and getting involved with those online networking groups can unquestionably make it easier when it's time for you, you know, to start looking for a new job out there in the market. With everything that you can do with the social media aspect, and as I said, I think you've done a great job of giving people some ideas if they hadn't thought about it or just some direction. Do you have any tips on allowing them to sound more original and unique as opposed to coming across as like a sales pitch or canned in some way? Because I think it's really easy, especially think about like Twitter where it's limited characters. It's To me, it's easy to sound like that professional sounding versus just being yourself and sounding original. Anything you can offer up from your point of view? You know what? What's nice is that even though we have very similar backgrounds, you know, I'm saying we collective, we tons of people go to the same school, tons mm-hmm. of people have the same degree, you know, tons of people have the same set of skills, but we are individuals at the end of the day. And so the best way to sound authentic is to be authentic, <laughs> <laughs> be yourself, but add that professional flair. So if you were involved with a specific project, and this is actually specifically related to LinkedIn, there's a section that you can set up in your profile that talks about projects. I'll use myself as an example. I have the local job network radio spots I've done listed under my project. Nice. So while, yeah. (laughs) So while, you know, there may be tons of other, you know, director of HRs out there, that kind of separates me from other people. So doing something like that, putting down volunteer work that you've done makes it, you know, 
puts that authentic spin on it and right. makes it uniquely you. So you want to you know, be authentic. Find the individual things about yourself that you feel are unique and help to make you well-rounded and promote those things. And that kind of gives the employer that, that authentic you, kind of that overall you picture that they're looking for. Along those same lines, uh, I guess this is more of a public service announcement from me. Uh, we do webinars and talking about this type of stuff too. I definitely agree with you talking about being yourself, being authentic. I would just suggest, especially on Twitter and Facebook, take a breath before you actually post something just to make sure that <laughs> your, you know, your authentic self might be mad about something and that's okay, but you don't want it to cost you a job or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's a great point. <laughs> How about any tips on terminology or something that maybe you could focus on as far as maybe catching the eye of a recruiter or someone who's looking to hire? Is that a little cheesy to try to hit on keywords that you might see or hear, or do you think that can be effective? Absolutely. I think it is not cheesy. (laughs) (laughs) I think it actually is very smart because when recruiters are going into LinkedIn to look, they're searching on keywords. Sure. That's the quickest way to pull up a set of candidates that, you know, if they're looking for someone that has 15 years of experience, we're looking for human resources or construction or real estate professional or, you know, receptionist, whatever it is, you know, they're using those keywords. What I would suggest is if you see, seem to find a pattern of job descriptions that you're seeing out there kind of in LinkedIn, right. maybe pattern your um, profile, maybe in your summary section to kind of pull in some of those keywords that you see to kind of be repetitive in the job descriptions. And that way that will help when the recruiters are actually going out and they're doing those job, those uh, keyword searches. You know, you've got some of the generic ones. Recruiters like to see words like developed, created, Mm -hmm. implemented, designed, managed. You know, it kind of gives them a quick way to assess what your level of experience is. You want to highlight, just like you would on a paper resume, what that overall you is and show that you're well-rounded, which we've kind of talked about earlier. Right. You know, using some of those adjectives and keywords and then kind of pulling in what you see out there that recruiters or job postings seem to be using in terms of the terminology for your specific industry or area is definitely a smart way to kind of stay relevant and stay on top of the job searches when the recruiters are on the other side pulling up resumes. And I really hope the listeners out there are paying attention and take all this to heart because Stephanie knows what she's talking about. This is what she does. (laughs) She has experience. So it may not feel right or authentic at some point, but it is the practical thing to do and make sure you include that. So I just beg of the listeners, please follow the advice that you're getting today. I did want to ask, and I guess I alluded to this a little bit, and I hope I didn't steal your thunder too much, some of the challenges or the quote unquote dangers that can come about of using social media in your job search. What would you point to? Yeah, I mean, definitely. The comment that you made earlier, um, you want to think before you click. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Think before you click. (laughs) Yeah, make sure that, you know, you're not in a bad space when you're out there (laughs) um, using social media. Obviously, one of the biggest challenges is often that you don't get a chance to meet people or you're meeting people without really getting the chance to meet them the kind Mm -hmm. of the old-fashioned way. So meeting people has definitely been coined a new uh, terminology these days. (laughs) Pictures on profiles help, but sometimes the void of that physical meeting and personally networking can present a challenge for someone, especially if if it's new to them and it's uncharted territory for them. You know, with the social media networks, which we I kind of mentioned earlier, there's a lot of connectivity among them. So you have to be really careful that cross-posting doesn't sometimes happen. If you have, you know, your personal Twitter account linked to your professional LinkedIn account, (laughs) you know, you don't want those those feeds to kind of pop up on there. 
try your best. And there's there's definitely privacy settings on all these things, obviously. So you want to make sure you're educated on how to keep those things separate. You know, try to separate the personal life from the professional life, if you know, as much as you can. For some, it's difficult. It's a very gray line anyway, mm-hmm. you know, but try as best as you can to do that. Be smart about your posts and your blogs, like, a, like we were saying, you know, think before you click, so to speak. And then remember, you know, that everything you do on social media, quote unquote, lives somewhere. So you may delete it off of your feed, but <laughs> it may not necessarily be completely deleted. So make sure that um, you're careful with that. You know, posting controversial or derogatory or socially sensitive topics, mm-hmm. if you don't want to be judged by them, you know, just think about that before you go out there and, and post. Stephanie, as always, some excellent stuff. Uh, I love the examples you give that people can really grasp onto as opposed to all the theories. But as I mentioned before, I hope people pay attention because uh, your experience, your knowledge definitely comes through. And I always love having you on. Thanks a lot, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me. And with that, we'll close out this edition of Technically Speaking and our conversation with Stephanie Lomax, Director of Human Resources at Roland, and always a great guest to come on and give us some insight into this area. If you're interested in giving us some feedback on this show or any of our episodes on LJN Radio, send us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter at the LJN. For everyone here at the Local Job Network, I'm Tim Muma. Take care, everybody.